Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. West Cork Beard Company make beard oil and beard balm for a strong, healthy, great-looking beard. Handmade from all natural ingredients in Clonakilty, West Cork. Check out their YouTube channel for beard care tips and advice. Or catch them online at westcorkbeardcompany.ie Good evening, good morning, good afternoon. Welcome back to the same old Arsenal podcast. How are you all? Yes, as you saw in the uh, as you saw in the intros, um, we're sponsored by the West Cork Beer Company. Please go and support them. Uh, link below in the description. Um, uh, he's this uh, friend, Colin, mate of mine. It's his own business. Please uh, check him out uh, if you've got a nice beard and you want some uh, handcrafted beard oils. Um, to put into your beard. Also, we have a partnership running at the moment with Manscaped. Link is in um, the description below. Use the checkout uh, same old for uh, 20% discount. Sorry if you can hear Mark slurping and eating. Um, <laughs> I know it winds Sorry, some forgot, of you up. It certainly winds, it certainly winds me up. Um, Manscaped, down in the bottom. Uh, 20% off, same old, use the discount code. If you want your cherries to smell like strawberries, go and have a look um, at the website. Uh, oh, and judges, yours is on the way, mate. I posted it today, so not that you need it anyway. But um, but there's, there's, some, there's some ball toner in there, so it might give them a bit of lift. 
good afternoon <laughs> to you all in the chat box. How are you? Uh, some watching on Facebook, some watching on Periscope, some watching on loads watching on YouTube. Good evening to you all. Uh, West Ham, another three points. It was ugly, but by God, um, three points. I'm happy about it. Lee, starting off with you tonight, mate. Um, ugly, but three points. Yeah, I've got to say, that's that's exactly it. You know, people turn around and say to you, um, uh, how many times have we been in that situation where we've um, dominated the game and then got caught on the break and lost, you know, and it's happened time and time again. So that was the pleasing thing about it, that we um, somehow scraped the result. I, I don't know how, but we did. And I, and I think that, uh, you know, West Ham deserved a lot of credit. They looked very, very dangerous. I think they played to our weaknesses. But, Ultimately, we got over the line. And um, while we was all going mad about the Fulham game, and quite rightly so, I, I, you know, when people turn around and go, it's only Fulham or it's uh, when we now we've lost to West Ham, I, I, you know, I take it on merit as, as the game by game. You know what I mean? We played really well against Fulham, deserved to win. Um, we didn't play well against West Ham and uh, deserved, deserved nothing really. But hey-ho, we got the result. And um, I'm well happy about that, you know. Uh, um, it didn't look like we was going to... At one stage of that game, I don't know about you guys, I was sort of accepting, oh, we'll we're, we're take a point there as long as we don't lose. But mm. the one thing about Arsenal, and I, I listened to what Graham Sooner said, and he was dead right what he said. He said that Arsenal in the top half of the field, the final third, have got quality. There's no two ways about it. And that quality showed up with the little pass from Saka and then um, uh, Tobias, who could have had a shot, chose the right option, bang, goal. And that is um, that is what we've got up front. But midfield-wise and defence-wise, we're ordinary, you know. And 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 when I look at the game yesterday, uh, sorry, on Saturday when we got a break seams down, I, I looked at our fullbacks. Our white, um, you know, obviously I think losing Tierney was a big blow. Let's get that guess that mm. get that right in the first place. But then you know you look at uh, Kalasnets coming in and also uh, Bellerin. They ain't going to open up teams. They're not very very good you know, beating players and putting in crosses. So we, we lost our, our um, industry, if you like, on the flanks. And that's always going to happen. I think away from home, Bellerin would do a de decent job. But at home, he's not going to go around players. And, you know, and, and, and then in midfield, it's the same It's the same midfield that got us to eighth in the league last season. We've not got rid of one player from it. We've not improved it. We've not We've We've not changed it one bit. So you have to look at that and think that you know there's still still things to be done at done at Arsenal and uh, you know I, I've been having a little bit of um, a conversation about um, uh, our window. You know I, I put down today that it's been a it's been a good window so far and I've got a lot of abuse for it. Not abuse, but people saying you know oh, what are you want about good window and um, you know people the fans are not happy you know with with what's going on at the moment and I look at. I look at it and I, and I try to my my expect no expect my explanation. I'll get it out in a minute. I'm not I'm not on a drink. Um, it is that um, it has been a good window, man, because we've actually improved our back back line. We brought in Mario. I know that we he was on loan last season, but we made that permanent. And also Gabriel is a good signing. But I, I'm looking at it and I'm thinking to myself, you know, maybe these guys are right because we're still we're still a central defender down because holding this. I'm, I'm not going to be horrible is not good enough. Certainly not good enough. Um, and and also, 
as much as I love Tierney, there does seem to be like an injury worry against him. So I think that, you know, we've got to have good covering just in case he doesn't go the whole season. And and the midfield is, is you know, as I say, you know, it's got to be improved. And like, you know, as Dan will come into in a minute, I'm sure, you know, we're hoping to get this and hoping to get that. You know, come on, we're Arsenal Football Club. Should we be hoping to get players? I think it should be expected. And and if we're not going to, you know, I'm, I'm sorry, but Mikel Arteta told me, you know, that this against Aston Villa, um, you know, trust, uh, uh, you know, um, the board are going to back me. Well, they've only backed him by about £7 million so far, if that. You know, if that's backing him, well, Christ almighty, I, I'm, I'm worried. And uh, by the way, we sold a £20 million goalkeeper today, saved a penalty. I'll leave you with that. Um, Dan, I want to come on the tran- I want to come on to the transfer thing a bit later on. Um, I want to talk about that. You know, there's a lot of there's a lot of things going on on Twitter. Well, there's a lot of a lot of people tweeting out at the moment how poor we are in the transfer market. This, that, and the other. Um, I tweeted out earlier that it's good, just chill out a bit. You know, it's not the the transfer window's not open, not not closed until October the fifth, and then after that, we've got another two weeks um, of domestic transfer window just before we go there dan i've just got just remembered um one thing big shout out to my work colleague uh dave madden who's watching us tonight for the first time massive arsenal fan season ticket holder um lives in ireland travels backwards and forwards uh from ireland to go and watch the arsenal uh big shout out to you dave hope you're watching and i hope you enjoy the show mate i'll speak to you tomorrow uh dan um do you know what let's go do you know I don't, is there much to talk about really about the the game really it was poor it was rubbish we got three points we didn't play very well um shall we talk about this transfer window business or do you want to do you want to do you want to talk about the game uh i will go wherever you want to go craig all i've got to say about that game really is that we shouldn't be shocked that some of these players are not performing very well because they're not good enough. Um, and these players got eighth, Lee summed it up. We've yeah. got to add Gabriel and Willian to it. Uh, so we can't be shocked that we've got some performances. The only worry is we missed two players massively um, and they're not experienced heads. They're the youngsters. And we missed Kieran Tierney and Ainsley Maitland-Niles massively. Yeah, and it time. completely transformed us at the back. Um, so that's what I've got to say about it. I, in the chat, is going mental about this bloke and I don't really want to have a huge rant about him because everybody knows that I am not a fan of this guy. He is the worst Arsenal uh, player in the history at the club. He's <laughs> not comfortable on the ball. He can't defend. He can't go forward. And if you want to sum up of his performance, then look at towards the second half when he's got all the time in the world to cross the ball and he scuffs it for a goal kick. This guy is hopeless. Kalasanak cannot wear the Arsenal shirt anymore. He can't pass the ball. He's not comfortable on it. And he just needs to be sold ASAP. And that's all I can say about... Can you believe that when we bought him, he was in the... (laughs) When he signed for Arsenal, he was in the German team of the year. Yeah. Yeah, but you Pascal Sigan Pascal Sigan was the French Player of the Year, wasn't he? When we bought him as well, it means nothing, you know. I mean, the Bundesliga. You look at it. You only got to look at the Bundesliga, and Bayern Munich have already won the league. They won eight, eight nil in their first game. It's a terrible yeah. league, you know. If they, I don't want any more. Oh, he was in the Bundesliga Team of the Year. I, as far as I'm concerned, unless your name's Lewandowski, then anyone can get into that thing. If Kalasinac can, I mean, it is poor. There must have been no left backs that year. I mean, if he got in, because it was it was it was a poor performance. Rob Holding, you know, look at the goal. 
You know, Rob Holding's not even goal side of Antonio. Chaka's trotting back. Grant Chaka is good on the ball. I'll give you that. Granit Chaka is good on the football. Off the ball, he is diabolical. I mean, it is it is poor. Really, really poor. Um, Danny Ceballos off the ball was really poor, I thought. You know, really, really poor the other night. Um, good on the ball again. Uh, and Rob Holding. But they were the weak links for me. Um, I actually thought Saka had an OK game. Not nothing special until that absolute genius pass to mm. Ceballos. I mean, that was special. You know, if that's Messi or, or Fabregas in his day at Arsenal, we'd be raving about it. That was a fantastic pass. And Eddie come on and scored the goal. But that's all I've got to say about the game, really. It, we didn't play well enough, but let's not go over the top with it. A lot of people are, you know. Um, but this is realistic, Craig. We finished eight for a reason. We yeah, haven't yeah. finished in the transfer window yet. So I don't know if you want to move on to transfers, mate. I'll well, let you no, we'll come on, on to Mark. We'll see what Mark made of the game. Um, and then what we'll do is then we'll come on to the transfer window because I'm quite eager to talk about it. Um, after some of the some of the stuff I've seen on Twitter today, um, so Mark, what do you make of the game, mate? Where did we get it right? Uh, where did we get it wrong? What are your thoughts? Well, firstly, apologise for not being on mute when I come in. That was that was an accident. <laughs> I just I, I see the intro come up, and then it made me remember that I had to put my bins out. <laughs> so I just quickly whipped out and done that because I knew I had time to get down the drive. And uh, do that. So I'm sorry about that. But uh, the game, uh, yeah, nice to see Leno trying to command his area. I wonder where he's got the idea to do that from. And <laughs> I was concerned for him when he went down on his chin, mm. um, more than worried about him dropping a ball because safety first and all that. But, you know, I would still have liked him to have held on to it, even if he couldn't feel his arms and legs because he broke his neck. He should still be holding the ball, in my opinion. But, um I got cons- great positives. Let's let's do you know Eddie coming on and nicking a winner. That mm-hmm. won't do him any harm, will it? Fantastic. Absolutely. Great to see him and Sabaya celebrating together um, for the goal to to put that to bed. And I think Eddie said after the game, "Let's put this to bed." You know, these things happen. We'd be disappointed if professional athletes weren't getting physical with one another in a contact sport, getting g'd up, ready for a game before the game. So that's good to see. Um, and they've put it aside and moved on clearly. That's fantastic. We don't need to talk about class and action. Um, but what we do need to talk about is why Kieran Tierney is injured again. Yeah. Not going to get too many more chances for me. I like the lad. I like what he says. I like the way he plays the game. But if he's earning fifty, seventy-five thousand pounds a week, which is half of what we're paying Kalasinac, and Kalasinac come without a twenty-five, thirty million pound fee, then the entire package over four or five years is not too different for me. So he does need to prove he's not made of glass. Mm. Um, so enough of the injuries now, son. You need to put a run together, and that means ten, fifteen consecutive games, um, because otherwise he's no good for us. Um, so we're lucky to have a backup left back in Kalasanak. So like we've always said, until we can get better replacements in, we can't let these lads go. And the point the point is proven, isn't it? Because well, yeah. If we had ourselves Kalasanak two weeks ago, where would we be now? Mm, yeah, yeah. I mean, perhaps Saka could have fitted in there, but then again, you know. Couldn't have, but that's not yeah. his game. Let's be honest, his game is going forward, isn't it, Saka? That's where we all want to see. No, 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 but that, no, but that's right. He's not good enough for Arsenal Football Club, but we've got to get someone better before we get rid of him. The same yeah, as Yeah, I agree with you, Mark. I, I, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So, and we haven't. 
Yeah. So we can't let him go. And, and this is why I like it. We've got to move on now, aren't we? Because the West Ham thing's done that. They're, they're dire. Like when we play City, we park <laughs> the bus, don't we? We park the bus when we play City and Liverpool and we hit them on the counter-attack and get a result, don't we? West Ham do that to us, don't they? Because we're better than them. So it's hard for us. And, and in seasons gone by, we've struggled, haven't we, to break those teams down. So fantastic to win ugly and fantastic to get the three points. Because last season, under Emery, certainly we wouldn't have done, would we? Um, and what we have. So that's improvement for me. Two wins out of two. Great way to start the season because we're still building up, aren't we? Building up. You know, Moores is no mug. He set that team up to do a number on us. And, and, and they did. In, in the centre of the park, you know, again, highlighting where we're weak. Um, they, they did do a number on us. But we move on because we've done it. We, we got the points off them like we, we hoped and expected to. Um, but, you know, moving into the transfer market, you know, we've got to get these players in before we can release the other lads out. Because at the minute, you know, and I know there's a, there's a, there's a, there's a, uh, a person who sits on this podcast who's not here tonight who would rather see one of the lads who started at the weekend leave before Mustafi. Um, you know, but he's not in he's not he's not fit, Mustafi. So, you know, we're not what are we going to get for an unfit lad? Do you know what I mean? We're not going to get we've got to prove that he's fit and playing, you know. So we were hoping, weren't we? Me and Dan laughed when Klasnach got put in the team before the game. We we said, fantastic, let's hope he has a fantastic game and West Ham think, oh there's a lad we need to come in and buy him. <laughs> you know it's all about putting him in a shop window, you know what I mean? That would have been that would have been ideal, but obviously he didn't play well enough for even West Ham to think about it. So I don't even think Clagton yeah. Town would have had him after that, mate. Um, mm. Lee, I, I want to come round to the transfer the transfer window. Uh, you, like you said, you put out a tweet today to saying that we had a good window. Um, I put out a tweet earlier on saying that we should keep our call. And not abuse, but fellas coming in and telling me, oh, I've been waiting, I've been waiting, I've been waiting. Look, it's like this. We haven't... we. Those poor players, or the, the poor players, the fringe players, the, the deadwood, what we want, right? If no one's coming in for them, we can't sell them. That's that's just how it works, right? If so, all these people, oh Arsenal, why are they so slow? Why are they so slow? If no one's coming in for them, we can't sell them. The transfer window is open till October the fifth, right? That's another. What's that? What's the date? It's another two weeks, is it? Yeah. Right. And then mm. after the after the international window closes, we've got a further two-week domestic window, right? Why are people losing? Why are people losing their minds? Or like the the transfer window isn't closed till October the fifth. When have Arsenal ever done any transfers before a deadline day? No, I, I, I get that, but but what what I think is the problem is if you know everybody's saying stay patient, you know, do the uh, trust in the process, and I get that, and but but say what if it comes to the fifth of October and nothing's nothing's done. Well, then that's then the, then we then, lose yeah, then we yeah, lose then, our shit. Then we lose yeah, our stuff. Yeah. Lose our stuff. We're going to lose our stuff, but that matters. Nothing we can do then because the transfer window's shut. So I think people are, should be starting now with two weeks um, uh, left. They should be actually now saying, you know, right, come on, what's, what, what is happening? What is happening? You know, um, and I get, I get the thing that um, Arsenal don't say too much and let out too much and, and say what they're doing. But we all know. what I think what it is, Craig, and it, it is with me, this, is that last season, 
you know, it didn't matter who we got. We needed ten, nine, nine players, really, or whatever, eight players before we even thought about challenging. I, and I honestly thought, like, you know, we ain't going to get in the top four last season. And that was it. You know what I mean? It, so, he's just going through the motions of the season. But this season, I think that we've... I, I feel that we've got players in. We've got Gabriel. We've got Mari. You know, we're saying that, you know, if, if Tierney would have got injured on in that warm-up, Mari would have come in, yes, on, on Saturday and done a good job. Unfortunately, he's injured. But we've we've got two central defenders that, you know, Mari, when he played a few times last season, looked good. Gabriel looks like he's going to be a good player for us. Mm. So we've now got that sorted out. Forwards with a Bamiang signing. We've got uh, uh, Willian in there. We've got some exciting little options going on up front. Don't forget we've got Martelli to come back in there. And maybe, maybe, maybe uh, you know, Pepe can't get in at the moment. So it's exciting times in that front thing, you know what I mean? Uh, Eddie's coming on and, and making things happen. So we, all of that's really good. So all of a sudden, we're back to where we was a few years ago now, where we're one or two players away from from really like being excited. Now, if we was to get AWAR and party, we'd all be thinking, my God, we'd be all... It's that frustration that we're nearly quite there and we're not going to do nothing, like, you know? And there is that fear, lads. I'm sorry. There is that fear that, you know, we won't do nothing. And, oh, well, we can't afford it. You know, like we can't we can't afford this because of COVID. Well, everybody else is going and buying. So they can't use that excuse when teams like Newcastle, Leeds, Aston Villa have come up from the championship, these teams, and spending more money than Arsenal. You know, oh, we need to be in Europe. Well, they've not got. They've been in the championship and they're still spending more money than us. Teams around us, Tottenham, spending twenty million pound on a loan, without when when their stadium, you know, hasn't even been up and running in six months and it's shut down. So they can't go down that excuse. Now it's the excuse of we can't get rid of the players. Well, whose fault's that? Whose fault's that? We've got these players here, you know, and and if you can't get rid of them, just bloody give them away. Give them away, you know what I mean, and start again. You know, we've just spent, we've just like got twenty million pounds for a goalkeeper, right? And we've invested one point five million in another one. That's great business now to go out there and go and get that central midfield player. And do you know what? I'll accept that. But until they do that, I ain't happy about what they've done with Martinez. I'm not happy about it. This is a player that's gone in, played really, really well. Been now the best goalkeeper in the league from lockdown onwards, and we've decided to, after um, for whatever reason, to, to sell him n- not for football reasons, for financial gain. Let's get on with that with financial gain. We've sold him, right? I want to see another midfield player coming in of a party on someone, and then I can go, right, when when Leno makes the odd mistake, I can turn around and go, do you know what? I, I, I'm okay with it because we've got Party and Awa. But at the minute, we've got El Nenny and Shaka in the midfield. You know what I mean? Like, and I'm not happy about it. You know, and that, that that is the thing. Until this club starts showing the ambition that they des- that these uh, us fans deserve. And when I say us fans, because of all this COVID and all that, the Arsenal Football Club have not turned around and said, along with Adidas, and said, you know what? Everybody's having an hard time out there. We won't get new kits this season. Oh, no, they've gone out there and got three new kits and they're charging you the top dollar for them, right? And all the merchandise that goes with it, right? So, come on. 
do your bit as well. You're, you're asking the fans to spend money. You're asking fans to do, to you know, scrimp and save, you know, to get something. You know what I mean? What what uh, do I go and get a Hugo Boss top or do I go and get an Arsenal shirt? shirt? You know what I mean? People are choosing Arsenal shirts and whatever, like, you know, you know, going without something for, for, for a shirt. Now, what we're asking now is to do the same Arsenal. And I'm telling you this now, boys, if, if well, the club say they can't afford it for whatever reason, then I, the chair, the, the, the owner should be coming out and saying, well, hold on a minute, I've, I've, I've just spent five million, five billion on a stadium that's not being used. I can afford 200 grand or 100 grand to get you those two players and you can pay us back over and whenever. You know what I mean? Like, if you really care. Because I tell you, if I had, uh, if I was, if I was cronky, right, when I had all that money, I would be investing in Arsenal because you know why? Because I love the football club and I want it to be successful. You know? And I'm fed up with hearing on Twitter, fed up with hearing about all things. We've got no money. Well, if we've got no money, the people who've been running this club over the last 10 years deserve to be sacked. Every one of them that's in that club now does not deserve to be there. You know, get them out because you've failed. You've failed, you've failed, you've failed. And, uh, you know, this is a time now where it's a new regime and everything like that, you know, and with Edu and um, Mikel Arteta. And realistically, at this stage of the time, you know what I mean? They, they, you know, they, 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 they're, like, they're like a couple of players, uh, people down the market, aren't they? They're all Rodney, you know what I mean? Like trying to get a deal for this and a deal for that to so they can get something else, you know? It ain't fair. We don't want we don't want uh Delwyn Rodney. You know what I mean? Like we want Mikel and Arteta being what they are. Proper football men. Not a couple of dodgy people down the market. Mikel and Arteta. Who has he got a mate with him then, is he? Or <laughs> I, I think you made Edu and Arteta. Yeah, I think you meant Ed, Edu and Arteta, not Mikel and Arteta. Well, all right. I'm so I've made a mistake. No, <laughs> <laughs> Am I allowed to make one? Certainly a lot of players. Listen, you know, and I will say this, just one more thing. You know, Arsenal can't afford to make mistakes like Chelsea have done for £70 million for a clowning yes, goal. We can't, we can't make those sort of mistakes. So we have got to be very, very astute with what we do. So that might take us a little bit more time. So I'll give them grace on that, like, you know. But, um, you know, these are the things that need to be done. Absolutely. Dan, obviously there's a lot of people like Lee that are upset Martinez has gone. Um, I, I, I'm upset that Martinez is gone. He, he's a fantastic goalkeeper. But like I said today to my mate Dave at work, if we want players like our and party, we've got to sell him. Yeah, listen, let's, if everyone's upset and Mrs. Martinez going to support Aston Villa because he plays for Aston Villa now. That's, that's my attitude, honestly. I was gutted when he went. I wanted to keep two uh, goalkeepers, but we needed to sell, we were told, before we buy. So we've sold now, so let's go and buy. And I'm, I'm with Lee there. Uh, the only thing I will say, <laughs> which is crazy because we're talking about owners giving us money. Everyone hates Roman Abramovich. He's absolutely superb. And why he's superb is because he's a winner. And if you don't win stuff, he gives you money to go and be good enough to win stuff. And there's no no shock that in the last 15 years, Chelsea have won the most trophies because their owner is absolutely brutal. Kroenke's never been like that, mate. He's never given a damn about us. He's never had the ambition for that. And when it comes to it, you look at what we need. We're not even asking for that bigger players. Tottenham have spent 60 million, by the way, Lee, not 20, because they've spent, just spent 30 on that left back, 20 for Bale and 15 for Doherty. So 
They're the ones that are apparently uh, the most skinned club in the and league. The and they've spent from, 60. And, the other from South, uh, South and they're Southampton. Lad. You're right. So they've spent yeah, even so, more than that. So yeah. you look at that and you think, we're not even asking to spend that much here, Craig. We're asking to release a, a clause of 45 million for someone. Aston Villa paid that in two players, didn't they? So mm. we're asking for, for one player here. Now, the way I see it is this. We need to sell before we buy, we've been told. Thank you very much to Arsene Wenger and Ivan Gazidis that everyone loved because this is where we are still paying the price. We have got these players on ridiculous wages so nobody wants them. And they're sitting there saying, if no one's going to offer me the same I'm getting here, I ain't moving. I'm quite happy to earn 125k a week if your name's Kalasanak or 90k a week if you're Mustafi or 100 grand a week if you're Socrates. Why would they want to go? We want to, them to leave, but we want Ozil to leave but they are on ridiculous wages that no one can afford. So it's going to take time. And I'm with you, Craig. The, the, the window finishes on the 5th of October. Let's not panic yet. If it gets to the 4th and we're in this position, then start to panic, boys. Yeah. But I will be amazed if it gets to that stage. Now, what I'll say about the players that I believe we are uh, targeting. Obviously, Runnison has been signed today to replace Martinez. Good bit of business, 1.5 million. We've got the rest to spend towards somebody else. I don't mind that because I actually quite like Leno. And I think people have got short memories to now believe that Leno is not good enough. Because for the yeah. last two seasons, apart from Aubameyang, he was by far the most consistent performer. And everybody on this podcast and other podcasts were ranting and raving about him keeping us in games. So let's not go over the top. Martinez is a fantastic goalkeeper, but he's Aston Villa's now. So let's move on from Martinez. We're now looking in the situation in midfield. Looking at that game against West Ham, we need to upgrade on what we've got because everyone was ranting and raving at the Liverpool game and the Fulham game about El Nenny and Chaka. But when you look at El Nenny, Chaka and Ceballos, they are good midfielders, but they're not going to take us to the next level. They've got no creativity. None of them can actually defend and they've actually got quite a lot of slow uh, movement in transition and they haven't got any athleticism. So two players that we want clearly are Thomas Partey and Hossamawa. Now Hossamawa will give you creativity and he can play in an eight or a 10. And Thomas Partey will be that enforcer, but he'll also give you that power and presence that we've lacked since Patrick Vieira and Gilberto Silva have left. So they're clear to see why we want them. Now, if it gets to the stage of, I want to finish in the top six, be happy with Chaka and Elneny. If we want to push for top four and challenge for it, and we still won't be guaranteed it, by the way, we need to be bringing in players like Thomas Partey and Hossamawa. Now, I believe personally that we have, I've got good um, grounds for this source, that we have agreed to get Hossamawa for £42 million with add-ons on top of that. So if that is true that would mean that players are agreeing to be to be leaving the club. Now, there's a lot of rumours about Lucas Torreira. Now, to start with, he was over to Serie A, loan deal with a move to uh, obligation to buy next season of £24 million. So that, to me, would make up the Thomas party with Martinez's money. So if you've got £20 million for Martinez and the 24 25 for Torreira, you can find the extra million or extra 500 k to release the clause of Thomas party, in my opinion. So that's the way that I believe we are going to do business. And on the 5th of October, I believe Hossamoir and Thomas Party will be Arsenal players. And I think that is a very good window because with Willian and Gabriel and Saliba coming in as well that people forget, we have sorted most of our problems out in one window by that. Now, it's going to take time to gel. It's going to take time to unstab. We have got the players there with the attributes of what we've needed. We've got pace and power and aerial ability at the back. We've got defensive stability in midfield and creativity, 
but also we've got energy from Danny Sabias. And when you start to look at it, Craig, you look at it and think, do you know what? This squad is actually a little bit more uh, uh, better with strength in depth than I thought because we've not mentioned Saka, Martinelli, Maitland-Niles. We've not mentioned the fact that Chaka and Elneny will be squad players. We've not mentioned the fact that Pepe is hardly getting a game at the moment and we're bringing him on. We've still got Eddie Nketiah, Joe Willock and Smith Rowe that are going to give some energy and some legs for us. And all of a sudden it starts to look okay. Now we still need to get rid of the dead wood like the shift them on like the Mustafis and Chambers and Holdings and Kalasanaks of this world. But if we can do that in the majority in this window, then you start to look at it and think, actually, are things as bad as everyone talking about I think in true Arsenal style it's a proper meltdown and sometimes it rubs off I was getting frustrated reading Twitter yesterday and reading comments of people going on about how we're so much trouble now Martinez has gone and how we've not signed anybody yet let's see where we are on the 5th of October and the, the last thing I'll say before we move on and I've been ranting on for a bit now. <laughs> I think when it comes to the actual understanding of what Edu and Arteta are doing, we have to appreciate that they're going to need time because yeah. not only Unai Emery and Raul have left it in a mess, but unfortunately we're still paying the price for Arsene Wenger and Ivan Gazidis' complete and utter shambles of running the club. Mark, uh, a serious indication that something... I mean, I'm with Dan. I believe... I, 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 I'm... I fully believe that by October the 5th, there will be new arrivals. Because the biggest indication of that is surely Aubameyang signing his contract. Aubameyang said that he wanted to, he was pause, going to pause on signing his contract because he wanted to see ambition. Now, surely, we said it last while, well, I said it on the show that we'd, I'd done with Lee, surely Aubameyang must know something that we don't. And he certainly wouldn't have signed the contract, a three-year contract, which is probably going to be his last big contract. Well, until he goes to China or the USA um, for a few quid before he retires, surely something's got to be coming. Someone's got to be coming through the door, Mark. Well, we all hope so, don't we? And certainly the signs are looking good. And uh, you know, but this is a really, really, really difficult market. You know, you listen to all the footballing experts, the European experts around the world who we follow and and we we pay attention to, and it's. Every single club, you know, you, you've got clubs like uh, Juventus who are tearing up contracts with Higuain because they can't get a fee for a lad who's in a, in a long-term contract. You know? So no, one, well, no one's got £5 million to buy Higuain. Do you know what I mean? So if, if if no one's willing to do players like this, then are they going to come in and buy somebody like Mustafi? I don't think they are. You know, it's a really, really challenging market. You've got Barcelona. Barcelona put their entire team up for sale, apart from Lionel Messi, and he handed in a transfer request or almost tried to activate a release out of his thing. So, And um, I think it was Rakitic or whatever has gone back to Sevilla where he was playing before, but not many, too many more people have left Barcelona. So, But I think, I think Wolves have signed uh, one lad who's, uh, and they're getting slightly too excited about a, a fringe player from Barcelona who hasn't really done an awful lot there in the, in the two or three years he's been there, whatever, but... You know, nevertheless, it's a Barcelona squad player. Um, so they've got a few bods moving around. But, you know, you you would have thought people would have been banging down the door at the camp new, asking who, who's coming, who, who's available, you know. But no, no one is. And we've said it before, and it will be a domino effect, yeah. So once something moves... Other things will move. Manchester United have got money. Don't don't don't, don't think they ain't because they have. You know what I mean? They're one of the richest football clubs in the world. Uh, and Real Madrid will be spending money unless, like I, like I pointed out last week, you know they spent half a billion pound on a, on a stadium upgrade. You know what I mean? So they're they're committed to that 
but they've got money, you know what I mean? So uh, it's a really, really challenging market at the minute, and, and people are sniffing around Socrates, Mustafi. You know, these boys, they're, they're being looked at, class and that, but it's all about, you know, um, I think um, – a lot of it hinges on Manchester City buying the lad at Napoli, does it? And then they're looking at Socrates being a replacement for him going to Manchester City. So it's, it's a real domino thing. And it's a, it's a real difficult, difficult financial climate that the entire world is in. You know, you only mm. got to look up and down your high street to see closed, closed. Do you know what I mean? It's, uh, you know, the sponsors are pulling out left, right and center. You know, Sky have torn up, torn up a deal with, with China because they didn't pay their bill. You know, because there's a, a debate over um, content being given and stuff. You know, so you've got massive financial powers pulling out of massive financial deals with with the Premier League. You know, that it, it, listen, we're we're in challenging times. So let's just calm down, <laughs> as everyone's saying. Just calm down, because things are going to happen. It's just going to take time, and it's going to be a little domino, and and, and things will happen, and um. But, uh, you know, as Arteta said, we could have let Rob Holding go uh, two weeks ago out on loan yeah. to Newcastle. But who'd be playing centre-half for us then? Does well, this mean? is it. Yeah, oh, yeah, so people can yeah, go. Yeah. People can go and people are wanting to go. But, yeah. but Arteta's not a mug. He's not letting yeah. people go we need. Yeah. I mean? yeah, yeah. So, uh, yes, Torreira can go. We hope. But there's a lot of legs in that. Well, not very long legs, but a lot of short legs in that story that um, Torreira's going to go to loan to Atletico and we cross our fingers that that means that Partey is surplus to requirements. But positive signs, you know, let's, 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 you know, two wins out of two, you know, and, and we've, we've, um, we've tied, tied down our skipper. It, you, to bring it back to the original point, you said, would he have signed if he fit? Of course he would, because he wants to be a legend, what he said, because there's lots of people, if you look back, there's lots of people who have left this football club and okay, they've gone on to win bits of pieces of trophies and done very well. Alexis Sanchez had one training session at Manchester United and massively regretted his decision. Mm. You know, and he's come out and admitted that. You know, uh, there's a reason that uh, Sami and Azri have still got a box at Arsenal. Do you know what I mean? These people move on and they realise what a fantastic club and family this 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 team is. And he would have had people. Henri went to Barcelona. Was he really loved? No, he come back. He'd come back. He couldn't wait to come back on Ray. He would have come back for nothing. He probably did. I don't know. You know what I mean? But there ain't too many people that leave this club who don't regret it. And I think he would have listened to those words. And don't get me wrong, you know, the, the financial package we put in front of him. I don't think he would have been offered that anywhere else either, Craig. So it's an accumulation yeah, of things. Yeah, yeah. An accumulation of things. It's true, yeah. I'll just bring this in here from uh, Ali D., uh, five euro donation. Thank you very much, mate. The best ask, our oh. best Arsenal podcast on YouTube. Well, thank you very much for that kind compliment. Um, lots of yes, I tell you what, mate. That's uh, two of those new triple ones. Well, I'll have one. I'll have one of them. Yeah, I've got to yeah, try triple, one of them. Triple cheeseburger. Thank you very much, uh, Ali, for your. Uh... Can you give us a tenner if Graham was on. Sorry, lads. <laughs> <laughs> Um, let's just go. I just want to go through some of these comments because there's, um, there is, uh, there's one here somewhere. There was another donation. Oh, here it is. Um, here we go. Uh, it's not a problem that the last minute deals cost more in wages when you run out of time, the player gets, uh, more power. Um, yeah, I suppose, yeah, I suppose they do. I mean, Lee, we'll, we'll come in on that. 
how many times, you know, have we seen uh, an Arsenal player's contract coming to an end? Um, and it just leaves us, you know, it leaves us. I think there was there was a couple of times there we've let contracts run down. Arsene Wenger was very confident that the player was going to sign a new contract. Turns out he doesn't, and we lose them for peanuts. Yeah, well, that goes on everywhere, that, you know, and you have to be cute enough to to realise that, you know. Um, I think that um, we've we've had our fingers burnt on many occasions with it as well, like you know. And I don't agree with this going into a year's contract that you're going to give your all as well because that don't happen, you know. I think in history, I think only one player has ever really done well in their last year of contract when they're going to go on the free, and that's uh, um. Oh, hello. Your dad's in here. Like, better behave ourselves. You better be nice. <laughs> no, you know, like. that's my, my girls have got hold of my wife's phone. They're sending me messages. Oh, right. okay. <laughs> oh, well, that's all right then. We don't have to be nice you then. So, um, yeah. Um, uh, and that was Aaron Ramsey. Other than that, um, well, I don't think it really works. And I, I feel that, uh, you know, like, to be honest, you know, the one with Aubameyang, I think that, yeah, we've had to pay him a top top money because of you know he's gone into the last year of his contract, but that's that's not that you know I think that's good business from him and good business from his agents, and I think that's how it is. Um, what you've got to be is clever in that, you know. Like, I, I I think that I, I agree with Dan as what he's saying here. I, I and I don't care what anybody. If Arsenal are at this stage, I I do think this is what's happened. I think that Arsenal have have an agreement with. Um, party and they have an agreement with AOR that they're happy to come to the club but then you've right then they've said right we're happy to come we don't want to go nowhere else we're happy to come here but now you've got to go and fresh it out with the clubs and I think that's yeah. where it takes a little bit of time I think that Mark's right I think that's where it's going to be uh, a lot harder to to do that because you know you know and also like it's, it's say like if um, uh, a club comes in now for Lacazette yeah right I don't know. Just say, like, Atletico Madrid come in for Atletico uh, for for Lacazette, and they say to to Arsenal, we're going to sell him for. They offer him fifteen million pound. Are Arsenal going to let him go for fifteen million pound? Of course not. They're not, are they? Of course not. You know what I mean? And as fans, we're not going to allow it to happen. So they're going to they they know that, that probably Party wants to go, but they're going to do what's best and try and get the best deal they possibly can for themselves. You know, and if that means holding out another extra week or so, they're, they're going to do that, aren't they? Because that's when it becomes desperate. And that's why things get done, because at the end of the day, that's when they have to decide, well, we can't hold out no longer, and we go there. You know, at, at the end of the day, it's happening yeah. at, at Dortmund. It's cat and mouse, isn't it? Do you know what worries me, Lee, is that, um, and Dan might know more about this, is... Um that Wolves have got £42 million worth of Jota money burning a hole in their pocket now and they mm. might be coming back. Maitland-Niles. People know that we need money. People know we need money. That's the problem. They'll come in and they'll say, yep, let's give this. Uh, yeah. uh, let, uh, listen, I have to say this. Liverpool are a team that I don't support, right? but I have to respect him because the way that club is run is so good. It is unbelievable mm. in terms of recruitment, in terms of player sales, how they've played as a team, what Klopp has done. He's been backed by the board. They've got together and had a plan. This is what I want to see now from this, but, from this football Dan, club. And it might take a while. Go sorry on, to interrupt you there, mate, but that has taken five years. Uh, exact, and that's my yeah. next point. Exactly you know, that. Exactly yeah. that, and and we need to people be people are expecting people are expecting Mikhail Arteta to do what Jurgen Klopp has done in five months. 
Exactly that. And 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 it's, un, and it's unrealistic to expect yeah. that. And, you know, Arteta can only do that. And Craig, he'd say it's five years. That's because he's been backed. If Arteta's yeah, not yeah. backed, it's going to take it's going to take him twice as long. Yeah, but like, you, yeah. like you said, though, Dan, they've been clever, haven't they? Like we said at the weekend, you know what oh. I mean? With Origi to Bournemouth, and then for £7 million more, they've got, the what's his name, the lad come the other way? Uh, yeah, um, I, it's, Oh, that's Signing nineteen million pound they sold to Lanky yeah. to to Bournemouth, yeah, and then they've and then they've signed a a, a, a Bundesliga four time yeah. champion and a European champion. Well, I mean, twenty look, seven years after twenty seven million. It, I mean, it what is business? What business? Look at, it, look, look at it like this: they've they've just swapped Dominic Solanke for Thiago. <laughs> exactly that, and Thiago <laughs> Thiago's just won in the league, as far as I'm concerned. That's a back-to-back title now. Thiago is yeah, yeah. unbelievable, outstanding signing. But what I'm getting at as well is you talk about Solanke there, Mark. <laughs> Today I I look at the yellow bar. They've signed Bruce, uh, sold Brewster to Palace for 19 million with seven million pounds of add-ons with what? a buyback clause of 34 million. These are players that they're selling that aren't even that aren't even uh, proven. So we, we can't even get rid of our... So someone wants to offer us 15 million for Mate Knowles, who's proven in the Premier League. When Doozy's had two seasons in the Premier League, nobody wants him. Lucas Torreira, we can't get more than 24 million when we paid 26 million for him. Yet Liverpool have sold Danny Ings for 10, Solanke for the 19, and now Brewster for another 19. And they've been getting the players in like Robertson for 8 million at Hull. We need to be looking at doing it, working not harder, but smarter. And when Lee, you know, Lee talks about us spending money, I don't actually mind if we don't spend a lot of money. If we're getting the right players in, like Liverpool have done when they haven't spent money, it can work. But what's frustrating is at the moment, nothing seems to be going on. So we need to be patient and allow the player sales before we allow the, play- the, the players to come in. And that's the frustrating part for me. I think with what Liverpool have done in the last five years is admirable. And I think as, lo- as well as Bayern Munich, they've got to be up there with the best at the moment in terms of their team positions, is where they're playing. If you were to pick a world 11, Bayern Munich and Liverpool would be very, very hefty in what you'd select in those 11 players. Let me tell you that. Absolutely. It comes down to it. It comes down to it that we might have to sell Maitland-Niles. I know like Wolves have got that money. It, it, it might be a sacrifice, you know, because be we've got Bellerin and Cedric. But, you know, he's going to be a sell, sell uh, you know, one that we can sell. English as well. I don't think it's the right move, but like, you know, some somewhere along the line you're gonna to have to do that if 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 the owner is not gonna help out. Simple as that. Yeah, well yeah, I mean look, but what I was gonna Dan makes a great point there about Solanke and Ryan Brewster. Like I remember when uh, Wolves Wolves came in for was it fifteen million or twenty million for Ainsley Mate and Niles. All the people that want new signings are going, um oh we can't sell him for that. You can't sure you can't sell him for that much. Do you know? So, well, what do you want? Do you want him gone? Or do you, do you like? Do you know? If we're going to move forward as a club, people are going to have to start realizing what what actually has to happen here. Um, mm. But I, I go back to what I've said before. You can't sell him if nobody wants him. And Danny hit the nail on the head there. No one wants Gwendozy. You know, mm. we're all sat here. We all sat here two years ago saying, "God, this kid's going to be great." He's, you know. He's come in, he's, he's got into the France under-21 squad, he's playing really well for Arsenal, comes in from League 2 in France, um, you know, making a name for himself. Now, two years down the line, we can't sell him. Don't, no one wants him. Um, how do people expect Arsenal to bring new players in 
if we can't get you know if we can't get rid of the ones if we, that, that we need to get rid of like lee said or mark who was it mark said just rip up their contracts if we can't mm. get rid of them just rip up their contracts and and, and out them and and like lee said start again uh but it's just, it's just something that's always plagued us though isn't it transfer windows um, as Arsenal supporters, big, big clubs are doing that, though, Craig. You, you, if, talking if, to your if, mic, mate. Talking to your if, mic. If Juventus and um, Barcelona are willing to rip up contracts of Suarez and Higuain, surely we, yeah. we, we should, we should well, be willing is, to rip yeah. up the contract of Klasenac and Mustafi. Um, <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> I just want to bring this in here from. Uh, I just want to bring this in here from Alex McCarthy. It's just going on the point of what I'm trying to bring out again. What annoys me is that most Arsenal fans out there are Teta and Edu need time. One transfer window and six months of football and getting frustrated with things is not giving them time. And I'll tell you what, Alex, 100% spot agree with you, mate. Absolutely spot on. Spot on. Uh, can't go, you know, couldn't couldn't agree more. Um, well, here we are now. Yeah, what are you saying? You're giving them time on the football field? Yeah, definitely. But I don't think it's their job to be getting players as well. You know what I mean? I think that um, well, certainly not getting rid of them. It should be other people's jobs, you know what I mean? And, and so they can concentrate on getting things right on the pitch, which I think they are. You know, I think there's been a vast improvement in the Arsenal team. But ultimately, this manager needs back backing. And I don't care. You can give him six months, 10 years. If he's not backed by a financial um, investment, then he is going to fail. Simple as that. Simple as that, because we're not going to get top four ever. Because the other teams above us, 40 points better off Liverpool than us were last season. And they've spent £67 million on top of what they've already got. You're not going to catch them, boys. It's as simple as that. Don't matter how good a coach he is. He's not going to do it. He's got to be backed. Well, yeah, I I, I, get, I get that. But he's not going to... He's. He... I get what you're saying, but it's it's just it's, we can sit here and say he's got to be back. He's got to be backed. He's got to be backed. We can see that he's not going to be backed because we're because we're trying to. He's 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 flipping the pages in his book to see who he can try and get rid of. We're we're taking oh. we're taking ages to we're taking ages to do deals. No one wants to buy them. If he can't sell them, what's he supposed to do? Rip the contracts up. Look, listen. At the end of the, the end of the day, buy these players off. If you don't buy them off now, you, you know. Let's let's be honest. Mustafi's going to be playing next season, bit part player. If he's not even going to be playing, he's still got to be paying his contract week in week out. Get rid. Just say, "There's your money. See you later. There's your contract. Pay it up and get someone else in." You know, we've got to start being ruthless on these things, like you know. And and you know, I when I. When I say I think that Arteta is being backed, I, I honestly think that he will be because he's been backed because I cannot believe that Pierre Aubameyang has signed that contract mm. without any players coming into this club. Totally agree. Got. Absolutely. If, if he hasn't done, he must be looking at that and thinking, it's all not, all right, I'm going to get that contract anyway. But he must know something. And I think that Mikel Arteta is always coming out and saying that they are going to back me. You know, that banner come over at Aston Villa. There's no need for him to make any sort of comment about that whatsoever. But he did. And he said, you know, so I, I, I do feel... And he's been transparent, Lee, hasn't he? He's been transparent throughout about it. He ain't lied to us yet. He has. Everything he yeah. said has come off. Has come off. So well, I'm not going to doubt this man. You know, and when it comes down to it, right, if, if he's not back, then I believe he's being lied to. And if he's being lied to... 
I think then he will walk because I'll tell you why, I wouldn't blame him because mm. this is going to be one of the most sought-after managers or coaches, whatever you like, for a very, very long time. Look what he's doing with the tools that he's got. He's getting results against big teams. You know, it shows you that he's doing something well, but he needs the proper players. Please back you, him. You know what I mean? You, what I'm saying. Lee, I'll come to all of you on this. What do you make? Sorry, I just got to close the door here now because my kid's screaming and doing my head in. <laughs> One second there now. What's he doing to his kids, Lee? What's going on? I don't know. It's, like, it's totally unprofessional, if you ask it me. It is totally right. unprofessional, that, isn't it? Yeah. I don't see so anyone else walking out back, there. He's had a back, go back your mic. Oh, hello, Craig. You're all right. There's you come. Yeah, no worries. Yeah. Yeah, no tip for everyone. Shh. A tip for everyone. Always use a condom. Um... <laughs> what was I forgotten what I was going to say? Was going oh, yeah. What, to what, what do you, yeah, what do you make of Arteta's reaction on the final whistle? You know, everyone, everyone on Twitter was going, "Oh, look at this bloke celebrating a two-one win." Yeah, you know, I'll come to you, Dan, on it first. Celebrating a two-one win over West Ham. Um, I saw, uh, my reaction to that was great to see Mikel Arteta so happy. It, it, it meant it meant it actually meant that. His game plan worked, and he and he was happy with the players clapping his hands. He got his points. Well, I think personally, I'm with you, mate. He just won the game. Of course, he's going to be happy. What was more refreshing was his his words again, his interview after the game. This is one thing I said it earlier. He's been transparent, and he was there. You know, he said, "Look, there's a lot of things we've got to change at this football club. There's a lot of players here that need to wake up. I've got to do a lot of work." You know, we have got injuries at the moment, but the players that were on on that pitch. They are not going to be our future. And I think he's aware of that. Um, and there's stuff they've got to learn. And he's got some passion about him. Why do, why do we get on people's backs when they're, mm. when they're celebrating a win? I just don't see that personally. So as far as I'm concerned, he's been transparent the whole way. And just touching on what Lee said, I think he knows who's coming in. He's been very specific to the board about what he wants. And uh, Aubameyang has signed because of Arteta and because of who's coming in. So I he's am far, positive. Yeah, he's far too calm. Precisely. He, he's far too calm about the Aubameyang thing and he's being far too calm about everything that he's being questioned. I mean, yeah. at the press conference there the other day, he was asked about Thomas Partey. He was, he was asked about uh, Hassan Awar. Sorry, I can't talk about footballers that don't that don't play for Arsenal Football Club. And, like, it's just... Do you know what? Something I said at work today to my buddy Dave, who I was talking to about. It's like, he's obviously learnt from Arsene Wenger a lot from being a player. And he's learned um, a lot from Pep Guardiola being his number two. Now, Mark, if you could merge two managers, Arsene Wenger and Pep Guardiola would be the two you'd pick, surely? No. Oh, okay. Lee, <laughs> I'll move on. Um, I, just say, I hope your boss ain't watching this because it sounds to me like you and Dave are just standing around chewing the fat about Arsenal. Oh, we're, 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 working. Working. So, yeah, we're working. We're working as well. Don't worry about that. I'll tell you what, Burge. Pep Guardiola and George Graham. That's nice, but I'm talking about Arteta and Guardiola. Uh, I'm talking about <laughs> merging Wenger and, Arteta to, uh, Wenger and Pep together. Does it look yeah, like... It'd be nice, wouldn't it? But neither of them can defend... Neither of them can pick a defender for Toffee, can they? Like, you know, I mean, company was there when he got there and he ain't been able to replace him. He's still struggling in the market and yet we've mm. gone out and bought Gabriel. How comes Pep Guardiola, his fantastic 
boss, how comes he couldn't convince this Gabriel lad who looks a looks a real talent, by the way? You know what I mean? He's sticking his head in everywhere you want him to stick it in. He looks a bit of a lamp, gets around a pitch, can pass. Had a good look at him at the weekend. Second game now, and he looks like he's settling in well. But you're answering and, my question. We've got the. Nah. You're answering my question. Arsene Wenger and Pep Guardiola. You've got, you got the pull of Arsene Wenger, and you've got the coaching techniques of of, of what he's learned under Pep Guardiola. I'm not a big fan of Pep Guardiola. I'll be honest. I, 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 I'm, you know, I think he's he's great, but he's always had money from from day one. You know, you have a look at a lot of the top coaches have had to um, earn their stripes. I think you know. Listen, you know. Uh, Oh, I need a central defender. Oh, well, yeah, there's 50 million for John Stones. Oh, well, I can't make him any better. I'll no. need another 50 million All right, for somebody I'll else. All right, I get that. Oh, okay. so who who, who, else, who else are we saying that Arteta's played underneath and LC's he played underneath? Like, you know, David, David Moyes. He, he could argue that he's, if he was given the money and, and if he'd walked into Man City, he could argue that he'd be winning the league. I mean, Pep Guardiola is still filing in Europe, and he ain't well, took no, no further than Mark Hughes did. He walked into Man United. He lasted about seven weeks, didn't he? Yeah, but he weren't giving his club. And that, and that was a hide into nothing. Anybody went after the that, so anyone who went after Sir Alex Ferguson was on a yeah. hide into nothing. Hide into yeah. nothing. But yeah. now you're asking me about who he's learned from. He he he, he was coached underneath Yo, you know Johan Cruyff, I believe, at, at Barcelona when he mm. was in the academy with Pep Guardiola. So they both learned mm. together. You know what I mean? Mm. So um, they've been mates for like a very long time. I'd like Arsene Wenger and Jurgen Klopp. That'd be my two. Jurgen Klopp's the best, bo the best boss around, in my opinion. Yeah, hundred percent. But you talk about Craig, who he's learned off of. Think about when he was playing with play people he played with as well. You know, he did play with Ronaldinho at PSG and Pochettino at PSG. Obviously, knows a lot about football, as we know. That's the strongest Spurs have ever been. Uh, but Arteta's played with some great players in the Premier League as well, and has been managed by fantastic, uh, by fantastic managers. And he has worked with a great one in Pep Guardiola. I think, I think the boys, the boys are obviously they know he's he's had a lot of money, but he does know what he's doing, Pep. So mm. I'm with you, Craig. I think Arsene Wenger and Pep Guardiola he's learned a lot off of, and we're starting to see now that some of that has paid off because what he has done. Let's not let's not get get it twisted. Arteta has done an amazing mm. job so far. Absolutely. Amazing. Yeah. I want to get on to some viewers' questions. This is not a question, but uh, thank you very much, uh, Dilken. I hope I've said that right, mate. Um, what's your guys' prediction versus Liverpool? Best regards from Switzerland. Craig and Lee, uh, true Arsenal fans, stay healthy. Always stay always healthy. Best regards from Switzerland. Well, thank you very much, mate. Uh, thank you very, and, lovely uh, part of the world, Switzerland as well. Lovely part of the world. So, you know, it's oh, always cool. a place I'd Beautiful. like to have... On, it's a, it's Ask him where he comes from. Ask him where he comes from. Yeah, where, where you, what part of Switzerland are you from, sir? It's, it's definitely a country I've always wanted to visit. I can't afford it. Very dear there, by the way, Switzerland. Very expensive. But um, went there just before the uh, in the Champions League, um, just before Christmas. Beautiful place. Beautiful part of the world. Beautiful. Into the saunas, you have to be naked. Just saying. No, I don't mind that. I'm I'm, I'm happy with my length. Yeah, when you're um, jumping, jumping in and out of the ice bath, it ain't. ain't a lot of old dolly birds next year. It ain't there. Yeah. Oh, Zurich, very nice, very nice, very nice. Zurich, is it? <laughs> very nice indeed. Did you see Arteta smirk when asked about Aura and party? Wenger would have been proud of that. Exactly what I'm talking about. He's too calm. Uh, going back to uh, what we were talking about there, let's have a go. Let's have a look at this one. Uh, Reginald Perry, would it be okay if it took two transfer windows to get the midfield straight? Lee, let's start with you. 
No, no, I think we need to sort it out now because I tell you what, we've got an opportunity. We've got an opportunity. I still say this now, the things are not right at Manchester United. I still think things are quite wrong there. There's an opportunity there. And I still say with Manchester City, we can close the gap on them because without Sergio Aguero, they are not as potent as what they're going to be. They'll have to replace him sooner or later as well, which they will do. So we've got an opportunity to just break into this top four this time around. Chelsea, you know, lots of players. Um, who knows? But if we don't, if we stop on our laurels and think well, we're all going to be all right, Everton look a different animal this time mm. around. Like you know what I mean? Like you know, and other teams are going to come up and bite us. So we've got to we've got to be proactive. We can't sit still. And we, look, we come eighth last season. We come eighth. You know, realistically, Gabriel and Willian are not going to take us to where we want to go. It's got to be more done. Mm. Simple as that. It's a great point about Evan. I watched them at the weekend and they were bloody very, very impressive. Very, very impressive. Um, Dan, let's come to you on this one, mate. Should we play 4-3-3 at home or 4-3-4-3? Uh, should we play 4-3-3 at home and 3-4-3 away? And that comes in from Alex. Uh, the only way we're going to play 4-3-3 is if we buy Thomas Party and Hossam and somebody in the chat earlier was asking about our best 11 and I think that if we get Hossam and Thomas Party, Danny Ceballos will make up that free midfield I think Willian and Saka will play either side of Aubameyang and I think we'll have Maitland-Niles right back Tierney left back Gabriel and Saliba at the back with Leno in goal and I honestly believe that would be a good 4-3-3 system working well for Arteta obviously Saliba's young but I think he'll be good and I think he's got the, all the attributes in the world to be a fantastic defender alongside Gabriel, who I obviously really do rate. Uh, in terms of 3-4-3, it's working at the moment and I don't expect it to change home or away because we cannot play 4-3-3 at the moment without because we haven't got the tools. Okay. Arteta hasn't got the tools for that. And if we get Hossam or Thomas Party, I think we could play 4-3-3 this season. I really do. Oh, going back to the manager merging, look at this one. Yeah, I saw that. Uh, Max, <laughs> Brian Clough and Alex Ferguson. Oh, what a manager that would be. Sure. Uh, Brilliant. Used to love, Brian used to love Absolutely. You know, I'm going back onto, I've got to tell you this story about Brian Clough. I, I don't know if anyone's seen it, but it's actually on YouTube. Do you remember when I think they stayed up on the last day of the season and there was a pitch invasion and uh, he gave one of the fans a right hook? Do you remember that? Yeah, yeah, I remember that. There's, yeah. a, docu there's a documentary on YouTube, uh, Brian, uh, Brian Clough documentary, and I was watching it and he actually, <laughs> he actually had the club ring those, two, ring that fella. And he, and he brought his mate with him. He wanted to apologise to him. So he brought him to the city ground. And uh, they're talking about it anyway. And Brian Clough's like, like, he's talking to him like his dad, right? And this fella was standing there with his arms behind his back. This is how much respect Brian Clough had, even from someone that didn't even know him. He stood there with his hands behind his back. He said, you know what the problem with what you done was, young man? He says... Uh, there wasn't much wrong with it, to be honest, and I'm sorry that I uh, acted violently. He said, uh, but the most important thing about your actions is that you don't do it again, young man. And the fellow was like, yeah, yeah, okay, Mr. Clough, yeah, I won't do it again. I won't do it again. And Brian Clough says, now give me a kiss. <laughs> and he, made, he made the fellow give him a kiss. Absolutely pointless story, but um, one I just thought was quite good. Yeah. Uh he is good. He is good. Um, who's, nice. Let's have a look at this one there now uh, from Elliot Roberts. Greetings from Toronto. Goodness Whoa. me. Uh, I've been to Toronto. It was 20 years ago, but I've been to Toronto. Stayed in the Days Inn yeah. Hotel. 
Um, I was out there DJing at the Docklands Arena. So yeah, I reckon you might know where that is. I went to watch the Maple Leafs play ice hockey, which was quite good. Went to the top of the CN Tower and went to Niagara Falls. It was good. Oh, and I went to the Brass Rail as well. For those that know, um, we'll see if Elliot knows. Um, thank you, mate. Uh, his, his question, do you think Arsenal are looking at any other signings outside of OR and Party? What do you reckon, Mark? No. Okay. <laughs> Thanks. I reckon. I, yeah. I what do you think, reckon, Lee? I, 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 I don't know why you're talking with him. Like, just I know. Flying the crisps and you can help me. I know. I would. Um, uh, well, we've been mentioned. Like Zaha's sort of come up over the last sort of yes. day or something. Yes. Like, you know? And so, also, um, what about what, what? What do you make about this thing today that something's come out on Twitter that Arsenal are in talks with Chelsea about a straight swap? Nonsense, isn't it? Nonsense. You think so? Is everybody saying let's hope it's the owners? Let's hope it's the owners. Yeah, yeah, that's true. It's hoping Guendouzi yeah. and Kante, they're buzzing if they think that's going to happen. Buzzing. No, no. Well, I don't want that anyway. We're going to go a bit more younger players now, like, you know, Partey's the one in that position that we want. And, um, and, and you know, I, I like what, um, I do like the thought of Zaha coming. Why not? You know, people keep saying to me, oh, well, we don't really need him. But if you want to go into the title, challenge for titles, they're the sort of players you need to come on or be around that? when we're playing. What about that lad from Celtic? We were sniffing around him for a little while, weren't we? Ed, I, don't it, I think Edouard, now, like, Edouard, now Lacazette's staying, we're not going to get him. Oh, I wanted to ask you boys with, about this. Uh, end up with Brown. Yeah, I wanted to ask you boys about this Zaha thing. I, and Lee, I wanted to ask you, because me and you were talking about it. Do you yeah. honestly, boys, think that is realistic? Because the reason I yeah. say this is this, right? Oh, I do. The, rumor, the rumours are 50 million next year. So Palace are going to let him go for nothing for this year. And they're going to have Reese Nelson on loan. But we pay 50 million next year obligation. So they're going to say, you have Zara for a year, pay us 50 next year, don't worry about this year, and we'll have Nelson and we'll be fine. I just think that is nonsense. I think no, that's I nonsense. Think that, I, I think that's nonsense, but I do think there's something in it. You know, we, we did bid for him last season, so there's obviously something there. Now, I love him, don't um, get me wrong. But... I look at it and I think if you've got Zaha, Willian, um, Pepe coming from the flanks, does that then allow... Uh, Abamyang to come into the middle. Yeah, that's oh, what, what about Martinelli? Yeah, exactly. Martin, Martin, Martinelli, Martinelli will eventually place Abamyang. Yes. That, that, that will that was that that will happen. That will be the the the, the transition from from there, you know, over a course Still of time. Saka as well. Saka. He's 18 years. You've got Saka who can play in different positions. but I'm not worried. Why are we worried about Getting too many decent players. I totally agree, mate. Totally agree. Bring it yeah. on. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. On. Um, this one, well done. Brass Rail, nice one, Craig. Um, hope you had a lovely lap dance. <laughs> don't know what you're talking about, mate. <laughs> don't, know what, don't know what you're talking about, mate. I'm liking Elliot. This one comes in from Daniel Robert. Can Lee say a sentence without saying the words like, you know? <laughs> <laughs> hey, Daniel, bollocks here. <laughs> the answer to your question is no. That's, um, what Craig, that's what Craig saw at the brass rail, wasn't it, Lee? Oh, I think so. <laughs> uh, 
this one comes in from uh, Kavlar. One, two, three, four, five. What score do you think? What score do you think? What score do you think, boys, against Liverpool? Is a draw a good result? Do you know what? Last week I wasn't too worried about playing them, but then after watching them last night, it's put the it's put the brass rail up me a little bit. Um, <laughs> take I a think draw I, now. Yeah, take, take a draw, a now, draw now, Lee. Yeah, yeah. You're in for a draw. Absolutely. Dan, a draw? Yeah, we're winning. Oh, yeah, I'd take a draw all day long. I said to Lee last night, we're on the phone, I said, you'd take one, one, wouldn't you? Oh, all day long. All day long, yeah. you'd take it. Unless, unless we're one new up with a minute ago. Then I'll be pissed <laughs> off. But, uh... <laughs> Take the draw, Mark. No, we'll go for the win. Go for the win. I like that. I like that. <clears throat> uh, so, look, we'll, this what we'll, we'll, we'll get a score prediction. We'll, we'll, we'll finish it off here now tonight. Um, we'll, we'll go for the score prediction. Lee, what do you reckon? Um, I think we'll be a, bit of a gallant effort, but I, I think we'll lose 2-1. 2-1, okay. Uh, Dan? Uh, I'm going to agree with Lee Judges yeah I think we're going to lose 2-1 well, unfortunately I'd love to take a draw I'd love to win obviously but I'd take a draw but I just think they're going to have too much for us unfortunately yeah unfortunately Mark 2-1 Arsenal oh go on son I like that I'm going with Mark 2-1 Arsenal what are you getting? Yeah, I think we, I think we can beat him after watching Leeds go up there and, and, and get uh, yeah and you have no reason to fear yeah. him we've already, beat, we've, we've already beaten once this month why not to us Absolutely, yeah, uh, and obviously, and, and of course, we've what, what? Of course, quickly, we've on Wednesday we've got a game against Leicester in the cup. Lee, what kind of team? We what? What kind of team do we expect on Wednesday? I was a captain. Well, that, I'll tell you what will be very interesting. That is a great point. What um, I know, Mark's only joking here, but it'd be that we'll know where <laughs> the guys are if they're if they're in the squad or not. If they're not in the squad for that one, then they're gone. That's it. They're mm. done. You know. So uh, I, I'd, I'd see us making uh, lots of changes. But I, I, I fancy us against teams like Leicester and um, uh, what's the word out there? The, the communist has come in. Uh, that is bizarre. Me and, Dan, <laughs> me and Dan looked at it at the same time, I think. I've been told I look like this referee, whatever whatever referee that name, whatever that referee's called. He ref the game against Fulham, apparently. Yeah, I'm I don't swim, know. I can't remember his yeah, name, but yeah. I'm his twin brother, and then we just got this one. Um, oh, <laughs> Sorry, Craig, but you really look like Socrates. Is he trying to imply that you're a hairy Greek? Yeah, well, <laughs> you're trying to imply something. Well, I, don't, I, don't um, think like, I think you do look like that ref. A little bit of a, uh, he's a, you know, a bit, a bit of an overweight yeah. looking um, look alike. But uh, about, I don't, I'm not so sure about Socrates. I think okay. that bloke's on the beer. Yeah, so I think that we've got, a, we'll have a. Um, a different squad, but I fancy us against teams like Leicester and uh, Liverpool in this cup because I do think that we, you know, Liverpool, for instance, I think we'll play their third stroke, second, third team, and I feel that we've got, you know, we should have beat them last year in, the, in that cup, shouldn't we, really? Mm. And I feel that we've got a better squad of players than than Leicester, so I fancy us against Leicester 2 0. 2 0. Uh, Dan. Uh, I don't fancy us <laughs> against Leicester. I just don't know why. I don't think we're going to go with this competition this season. I think we've got bigger fish to fry in yeah. the Europa League and the other competitions. So, uh, as finishing high as we can in the league, uh, I think Leicester will probably beat us. Uh, beat us. I don't know. I think I think there'll be a few goals in it actually. I think they'll mm. beat us three two. Uh, but I expect to see uh, Cedric and Saliba and yeah. Willock and Fifro and those. Well, it's something, so, yeah. it is something to look forward oh, to in that. Oh, oh, wait, 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 wait. Can we put Callum's one up, please? 
I like him. Was it? Well, I'd say that Callum's definitely having a beer. If he got his specs savers, didn't he? Yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine judges doing a Giorgio Armani oh. underwear? Oh, 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 give it, give it, Jesus give it. Christ. Thank balls will be much, down. Balls will be down by his knees. Um, it's funny, funny the other week because we had uh, someone said Dan looked like Klasenach and Craig looks like Socrates and Lee looks like Seagam. We've got a hell of a back three for Leicester on Wednesday night. You look a bit... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't Mark looks a bit like that new goalkeeper we signed from Iceland. I wish I was his age. Yeah. Old enough to be his granddad, I think. <laughs> um, where were we? Uh, the Leicester game, yeah. So what I was what I was saying is that, um, something to look forward to because we'll, 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 I thought we we're going to see a lot of players, that, you know, a lot of fringe players, a lot of young players. I, I do like to watch. I mean, that Liverpool game last season, what a game! I know we lost, um, yeah, but, but what 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 a hell of a game! Anyway, look, we're going to wrap it up there. Thanks very, very much. Very <laughs> good. <laughs> <Who's that? laughs> Harry, Harry looks like Mitrovic. He does. Harry yeah, does yeah. look like Mitrovic. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, that's thank, thank you, Ryan Brooks. Thank you, Ryan Brooks. I get that. Freddie I've Flintoff. had that before. I've had that before. You always get that, don't you? You always get Freddie Finnoff. I must admit, I come on this show. I come on this show once as Freddie, didn't I? That's right. That's Every right. name under the sun you've come at, mate. And you're Paul, Matt, Mark, <laughs> Adrian Durham. On, I'm going to come on as Thomas Party next week. <laughs> celebration <laughs> thanks very much for all of you who have stayed with us and uh, have watched the podcast live remember to check out our sponsor West Cork Beer Company down below in the description click the link and of course Manscaped if you want your cherries to smell like strawberries um, go over there and check their website out um, lo- lots no I actually made that up I, 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 I think it's quite witty I think it's quite witty um you can uh, go down, check them out, have a look at their have a look at their website. If you see anything on there that you want, um, use the same same old checkout code uh, and get twenty percent off and free shipping. Uh, audio up will audio up for the podcast will be up later on. Uh, if you're an audio head, I know um, lots of people we'll like to choose. listen to it, listen listen to it on audio. Tuesday, you've got the same old Arsenal USA, um, which is on at six. 30 PST and 930 ES, EST, EST, I think. Um, I think. Uh, Where's Nigel? Where's Nigel? Get that baby <laughs> behind out. What's, what's he saying? Where's Where's Nigel? Like Ricky Gervais. <laughs> Rick, Ricky, Gra- Ricky Gravis. I don't know who Ricky Ravi Gravis Gra- is. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right. Nigel's obviously falling asleep or saying, isn't he? Oh, like, you know? dear. Uh, dare him. Dare him. Remember to like the video, share the video of all your mates. Follow us on Twitter at the same old EFC if you don't already do so. And we will see you next week. Next Tuesday, Thank is you. that right? Because it's we've got Monday, haven't we? We're That's right, that. next Tuesday. Um, so um, my regards to Lee Judges. Thank you very much, mate. Thanks for coming along. Thank you very much. Uh, very enjoyable, as normal. Dan, thank you um, very Nigel's much, mate. Woke up, look, Nigel's woke up. He's awake. <laughs> thank Dan, you very thank much. Thank you very much. Very great. And also, just a reminder uh, for the uh, Thursday oh, yeah. night, because uh, yeah. we're not doing Friday night because I'm actually away. So right. Thursday night this week, me and Graham for the Arsenal Liverpool just kind of camping with a few lads, mate. Just chilling out. Chilling out time. Only five lads, I hope. 
Chill out with the boys. Yeah, <laughs> yeah only five. Yeah, it's, uh, it's actually three of us. Three of us. So. My mate Tony does that, but he says it's fishing. He never catches oh, I can't him. Be dealing with, can't be dealing uh, with fishing, mate. That's boring. It's camping by a lake. That's what he does. Uh, nah. <laughs> can't can't oh, be dealing with fishing, mate. We're gonna see. We're gonna see this on Facebook now later on about that. If, <laughs> if Tony's watching, or if he gets to hear about it, I might just tell him for the laugh. Um, yeah. Mark, well, thank you very much, mate. It's not. It's not. Oh, it's it's not, not about fishing. So why not? Also say it's camping, but I like then. Come no, it's on. Not, it's not about. It's not about catching not about fish. fish. All right. It's so about, fishing is not about catching fish, right? Is that right? Fishing is, is about yeah. Fishing is about catching fish, correct? But fishing is also about relaxation, nature, chilling out, okay. relaxing. Go, go, go lay, lay by and a pool. That's relaxing. Why it's called? Well, some other some fellas like to go fishing. It's and that's why it's called fishing and not catching. Thank you very much, Mark, uh, for coming along this evening. Appreciate it as always. No worries. Just call me Freddy. Just call you <laughs> Freddy. And of course, thanks everyone. Um, thanks for everyone for watching live. Thanks for everyone for watching on Facebook, on um, Periscope, and on YouTube. And thanks, of course, obviously, if you've listened to this on audio somewhere. Until we see you again next week, up the Arsenal. Yeah, I'm on you. Love Arsenal. Sports Social Podcast Network. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.